Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We have a fun topic. I'm going to see if our producer changed my title. Nope. Oh, I love this title. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's called Prospecting warning, warning. Sucks. <laughs> Prospecting Sucks. Do it anyway. Because OMG is that the truth. Uh, prospecting Sucks. Do it anyway. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, so, Julie, listen, I have had a lot. It seems like every third call, every third email, mm-hmm. every third this, that, and the other that I'm, uh, that I'm you know, communicating with folks, I am hearing and feeling a lot of agents who are trying to go into hibernation mode. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, normally, normally we have to help people with that mindset issue uh, late October, but it seems to be happening about a month early this year. Are you noticing that? Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's too early. Cut it out. That's what I'm telling them. I have my theory. I have my theory as to why that's happening. And, and I'm going to give mm-hmm. you guys the two, the, the two patterns that I'm seeing. The first theory is, and this is, I've had this exact conversation three times today. You know, some of you guys email me, some of, you know, whatever. So the top three reasons, but the number one reason I think applies is because most of our coaching clients have made enough money that they don't have to work the rest of the year effectively. In other words, they've exceeded their financial goals for the year. I am seeing that repeatedly, and you guys are trying to rationalize not working fourth quarter because you basically have made enough money in your minds for the rest of the year. I see that, and I'm hearing that, and, I, and look, congratulations, woo great, good job, but you still have three months left this year. And if you don't work this time of year, and well, by the way, the reason that so many of you guys are having your best years ever hopefully in a little bit from the coaching program. I appreciate those of you who, who suggest that we had that kind of uh, influence on you. I appreciate that. But the real reason was is because you did what you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it at the highest level. And many of you were working your asses off in fourth quarter of, of 2016, so you carried momentum into 2017, and guess what? You had your best year ever. And now you're falling back to those same lazy loser patterns of not working fourth quarter, which means you're going to screw yourself for first quarter of 2018, which means you're going to have a shitty year next year. Woohoo! What will you be celebrating then? Your new job at Walmart? Come on, people. It's really very simple. You've got to work when other people aren't going to work. You have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. And you have to do it at the highest level, and your, your overall prevailing mindset has to be of service to other people. And we're going to drill down on a lot of that, how you can sort of psychologically get yourself to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. But the number one reason agents are not working this time of year, or I see a lot of agents taking some, you know, some uh, RPMs off their engine, is because they've earned enough money that they basically don't, want to, don't have to financially really push it anymore, so they're not going to. Number two, I see a lot of agents basically who are, uh, j- had their butts kicked by storms, who had their butt kicked. These are mostly people, I'm seeing this from podcast listeners, agents that are not coaching clients. You guys have been, I, I, it breaks my heart, and we talk about this all the time on the show, this time of year is when you guys basically start seeing some of these big, complicated, you know, lead 
generation systems coming unraveled. You've been investing yourself in some paid lead generation thing, some long-term CRM thing, some long-term lead follow-up thing, and here it is now. You're, you're looking down the end of the year, and you're saying, holy shit, this year got by me. I have not made the amount of money that I, w- I was hoping to make. This system turns out, Tim and Julia were right, all these other little gimmicky things out there don't work. I shouldn't have been doing them in the first place, or maybe to your credit, or maybe to your uh, bemusal, you're discovering us for the first time today, and you're realizing effectively that you have been basically, you know, following gimmicky ideas, and now you're wanting to look for the truth. You're looking, wanting to understand why you got where you got, and maybe, you know, in, but here's where it happens. And I, again, I see this in emails and communications. You guys are doubting yourselves. So the first group you guys have kicked ass, and now you just cite, you're maybe subconsciously choosing to be lazy. The second group, you've got your asses kicked because you realize now that you're not going to accomplish your financial goals, and you're blaming yourselves. You're blaming yourself for this, the gimmick that someone tried to sell you that will, you know, liking people on Facebook or creative Facebook ads or this clever long-term lead follow-up campaign or this long-term drip campaign or this direct mail campaign or all this other gimmicky crap that you guys are being sold constantly. And now you're realizing this stuff doesn't work and you're blaming yourselves for it not working, right? How many of you guys right now have something that you invested in earlier this year, hoping and praying that somehow it would magically work, and you're realizing it's not working, and maybe in the back of your minds, you're blaming yourselves? I want you guys to let, you, let all that shit go, because the reality of it is, is that these things, a lot of these things that are being sold to agents right now, uh, never worked, and had never been tested, were just essentially a gimmick to essentially appeal to your lazy button of not having to do what you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it at the highest level. If you're being honest with yourself, you know that you basically succumbed to those types of gimmicks about a year ago, and you know that they didn't work, and you now need to accept that they didn't work. And you need to basically get back to the mindset of service and doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level. So if you find yourself in either of those two buckets, you're, go, you're dropping into lazy because of the fact that you've earned a lot of money this year and you don't have to want, want to work, uh, for the rest of the year, that is a huge mistake. I've already talked about it. Why? If you're dropping into the self-doubt mode because you've been trying to follow all these false prophets and now you're realizing that was a bunch of bullshit and now you're starting to doubt yourself, I want you to let that go. And you need to realize that there's still three months left this year. This is really truly the bottom line. And the third group, by the way, I said there are three groups. Are those of you got your real estate licenses and you discovered our podcasts and, you're, and you read our book, Harris Rules, number one on Amazon, uh, number four on Amazon of all of nonfiction, go get it, Harris Rules. And you're getting these conflicting messages because you're new in real estate. You're hearing Julie and I say what we say every day. And probably most of the time what we're saying makes sense, right? Duh. And then you're basically getting inundated with all these competing messages from all these people telling you, oh, dude, it's smart not to work hard. Are you kidding me? Delegate everything. Buy your leads. So you're having these two approaches that are going on in your head. So there's this tug of war trying to pull you in different directions. How many of you feel like that? Right? My third group. That's what I'm seeing. And so you're not making decisions. Follow one course until successful, guys. Follow one course until successful. Focus. That's what it stands for. That's our little acronym for you today. So follow one course until successful means that you need to stay on one path until you're successful at it and stop popping around and looking for easy button ideas. And when those fools call you offering to sell you leads, offering to sell you exclusive zip codes, offering to sell you – we got an email. This was hilarious. We got an e- I got an email yesterday. The dude emailed me directly. He's from one of these companies that basically will, do, will take all of your leads. He, like, so he, his business is essentially making money off AZ, agent laziness. 
He will make it so you direct all your leads. Maybe it's your sign calls. Maybe you're doing some Zillow advertising. Maybe you're doing some whatever, and you direct all your leads to him. And then his crack team of lead, you know, lead guys will then uh, pre-qualify the leads, and then they sell you back your leads for 25%. Okay, this guy thought that this would be a po- good podcast for him to be on. <laughs> it's like I didn't even respond to him. It's, it's like, dude, you've never listened to the show, have you? This is not a good podcast for you. A lot of research. (laughs) Okay. So, guys, look. I know that sometimes you feel overwhelmed and you feel confused, and you're just looking for some clarity. You're you're looking for, uh, frankly, you're looking for one path to follow. You do truly want to focus. And look, it might sound self-serving, and the skeptics out there are going to think I'm pitching, but I'm really not. Just go get the book, Harris Rules. It's available on Amazon, and read it. Read the over 100, what, 140, 150 people that have given it five-star reviews that the book is resonating with. Read there. Some of them have taken time and the time to actually you know, talk about their own journeys to getting to the point where they self they died themselves or they became complacent or they became lazy and they then read the book, listened to the podcast, and now they basically are on their path to success. It's not because of us. We're certainly not real estate gurus and we loathe motivational speakers. But what, if we can plant some seeds in all your guys' brains, it's up to you to put the sunshine, the you know, the fertilizer and the water on it, and it's up for you to pull the weeds out of it. And then look, if down the road we can you know sit at the table and celebrate with you as you you know, reap your harvest, then that's great. That's wonderful. But you have to do the work. You have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And that's the reason today's topic rocks. Prospecting sucks. Do it anyway. Before we get to it, Julie, you always have some people you want to acknowledge. So acknowledge away. Yes. All right. You got it. Good rant. Good rant. It's all it's all relevant. And yeah, I'm just telling them having any of that attitude this time of year with more than three months. It's amazing. Left. I mean, what are they yes. thinking? I expect it around Thanksgiving, but come on, everybody, you know, good job making a lot of money, bad job trying to go all complacent hiding out this early. It's not even cold out for most of them. All right, so we have a lot of newer members saying hello and introducing themselves on Facebook. I always encourage that so you guys can share referrals. Uh, Paige Wells, for example, in Oklahoma, Northeastern Territory of Oklahoma, so she's got a a nice, very professional-looking picture and introduction there. And several of you reaching out to each other. Let's see. Uh, Still a referral for Jacksonville, Florida, waiting for somebody to snap that up. And, you know, there's there's a lot of just general great shout-outs there. Some of you guys are posting, and I do like this. This shows that they are getting into action, and they are in, these are the agents embracing their opportunities in fourth quarter, Tim. There's a lot of agents posting the charity events that they're participating in and sponsoring and becoming part of. That's a great expansion of your center of influence. So do that. Share each other's ideas there. Lots of uh, pop-by, pop-in ideas. Uh, there's a lot of uh, pumpkin open houses with food trucks and things like that where you guys are taking it to the next level to involve the neighborhood that your open house is in and get more listings there. So these are the proactive agents, Tim, that are going to be in the money, not just fourth quarter but first quarter, as a result of their hard efforts. And these are the agents who are you know, not afraid to listen to a podcast like this. Prospecting sucks. Do it anyway. <laughs> so that's my segue. Over to you. Well, so let's be honest, this time of year, and really truthfully, end of October, for most of the northern part of the country, you do start to slip into this winter mode, and there's no doubt there's a physiological, not just mental shift that happens in many of us. Jules and I are from Ohio, 
And trust me when I tell you, even though we're in Texas, and Texas, thank God, doesn't really have much of a winter, we still do feel that physiological effect trying to slow us down and go into hibernation mode. And, and you know, regardless, I do see that happening even in other parts of the country where they don't have winter, Florida, California, all the rest of it. There's still this tendency for people to slow down towards the end of the year. You've got to fight against that physiological thing. Julie and I don't pretend to be doctors or psychologists or whatever, whatever. We're not Dr. Phil. But there's undeniably something that happens in all of us that makes us want to not focus the third, fourth quarter of this year. And so one of the best, easiest ways for you to succeed, this is a recurring theme, is to actually do what other people aren't doing when they're not doing it. So if all your competitors are basically slowing down and being lazy fourth quarter, it, you know, and basically not being conscious of the fact that they need to put systems, personal systems in place to battle against the tendency to be in going into hibernation mode, they're not doing that. You do do that. You'll have an easier time. Time going after the business and you have momentum going into next year. So the things that Julie and I always do this time of year is we'll lock ourselves in. Again, we're trying to game ourselves, right? We're trying to fight against our own tendency to be lazy in fourth quarter. And do we seem lazy to you guys? No, but I feel myself and Julie feels herself slowing down in fourth quarter. And then if Julie and I slow down, that means we're not as good with you guys on the show. That means we're not as good with our staff. That means we're not as good as producing product. We're not as good as helping other people accomplish their goals. So we have to keep ourselves working fourth quarter, even though internally we have this thing saying, hey, dude, take some RPMs off, slow down, put it up in cruising gear. I get that. Julie gets that. Everyone gets that. So what we did is, and we, we do every year is we decide to, for example, we'll, uh, inc- we'll decide that we want to uh, have some physical goals. So Julie and I, though we exercise every day, we joined Orange Theory, which is a basically adult torture, and we're doing that every day for an hour. Much to my dismay. Whenever- <laughs> I yeah, would rather be sleeping, Julie's quite dismay. frankly. Yeah, exactly. But we actually put things in place. We'll set right. We'll set up goals for ourselves. We'll commit to buying three more rental properties. We'll do whatever it is, basically, to keep the gears flowing so we don't slow down. You know, Julie and I decided that we're going to start working on the outline of our next book, and we're going to have at least a framework of the next book done by January so then we can start taking it into the publishing level. We, we're doing that because we know what our tendencies are. So now that you are recognized consciously what your tendencies are, consider setting up systems that basically fight against your own tendency when to be lazy. One of the best, easiest, most tangible, practical, tactical ways for you to do it is decide right now you're going to have a certain number of listings that you're going to taken you know only a week left in september but you're going to take a certain number of listings in october a certain number in in, uh, november and then december and you're going to have your magic number of listings going into the new year magic number of listings what does that mean get the real estate treasure map uh when you get the real estate treasure map it works you through the magic number formula julie do you have the magic number formula in harris rules i think you do don't you i do yep it's right there yes so or just get harris rules the magic numbers in there um and then, yes, whatever your magic number of listings is, have that be your primary financial business goal that you will absolutely own and have mastered by the end of this year. That way, again, you have listings going to next year. Listings, guys, if you've never heard us before, is where the money's at. Chasing buyers is an exercise in futility, and it's just going to get worse into next year. 
buyer's agency and our opinion in its current incarnation is going to go away. It's going to become less and less profitable. Co-ops are not going to become an entitlement. We've done podcasts on this in the past. Go to uh, uh, what would be Stitcher or iTunes or TimAndJulieHarris.com and just you know search for a buyer agency podcast, and you'll we laid out all of our reasons why we think that's not that is absolutely positively those of you guys who've been dominantly focusing on working with buyers, you're going to find an ever increasing level of frustration and ever level increasing uh, a level of uh, you know consternation. Everything on the buyer side of the transaction is going to get tough and tougher. Whereas on the listing side, when you have your magic number of listings, be it five or ten or whatever, you have leverage. You have a real business because you have inventory. So prospecting sucks, and so we're going to get to it. Prospecting and urgent lead follow-up is the fuel for your business. Starve the engine and you fail. Feed the engine and you succeed. Keep the t- you succeed. Keep the tank full. Pretty simple, right? Fact: Mediocre agents track their current prospects. Superstars track or keep their pipelines full and track what's to come. And I'm going to give you one more bonus point there, and you guys should write all these down. When you generate, you don't have to tolerate. So if you find yourself dealing with a bunch of unmotivated buyers and sellers, well, primarily sellers, and you're beating your head against the wall because they can't ever seem to make a decision, it's because you don't have enough leads and you're having to tolerate mediocre uh, clients, and you're going to then have mediocre or no income. So when you generate, you don't have to tolerate. Julie? That's right. So point number one, the quintessential top producer challenge keeping the pipeline full while taking care of current business. And I have many of our longtime podcast listeners and certainly are some of our private coaching clients and our premier coaching members. I have you guys in mind. Those of you who have more pendings right now than you've ever had before in your life, which is a lot of you because you've been coachable this year and you've been implementing, what is the first thing that falls apart? Your pipeline. What's going to be in fourth quarter and first quarter, for example? So conquer this this quintessential challenge, and the world is your oyster. A quote from Brian Tracy, concentrate on the activities of prospecting, presenting, and following up. The sales will take care of themselves. Concentrate on the prospecting, presenting, and following up. So many agents focus on that last part of the transaction, you know, appraisals and financing and inspections and closings and drama. Meanwhile, they let the front end of the business, which is generating that business in the first place, fall apart. So here's a Harris rule for you. Use your mornings to generate new business and your afternoons to handle what you've created. Every day, even if you've got 20 pendings, you still have to use the morning to create something new. I think that this is a mental insurance policy, Tim, that, you know, something's going to happen in the afternoon. Something's going to maybe come apart or cut appraisal, whatever. Something will happen for sure, especially at that level. Well, you're talking you're, – basically you're trying to – Go ahead. Yes, why you want to prospect and why you want to do uh, the heavy lifting in the morning. There's a, there's a physiological reason, though, as well, isn't there? Well, it, 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 I think mentally, emotionally, physically, everything, it's important. First of all, you get it over with. You know that if you haven't created anything new by noon, the likelihood of you doing it in the afternoon is slim to nothing. And I know that something's going to happen in your voicemail, email, et cetera, in the afternoon that's going to get you off track. You're going to be less off kids. track if you can say, right. or your kids or your pets or your, you know, whatever, okay? <laughs> Something's right. going to happen. How much better do you feel when that happens, not if, when that happens, when you know that you just converted a new listing lead to a listing appointment this morning? 
you're going to feel so much better about everything knowing that at least that's been taken care of. You get in the habit of well, doing but, it every day, and it's much better. Go ahead. But there's physiological reasons as well. Men have higher levels of testosterone. Women's hormones are more balanced in the morning. All of our bodies have more natural energy and more focus in the morning. It's just a fact. It's not, you can't say, well, Tim, that's not true. I feel better at the end of the day, and that's when I want to prospecting. Well, that's when I want to prospect. Okay, how many contacts have you made in the, uh, last week? Well, I didn't make any. I was too busy with my kids. Well, then it goes back to the point Julie was just making. That's the reason we always suggest you do the bulk of what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it first thing in the morning because you feel the best. 99% of you, mm-hmm. no doubt, will feel the best in the morning. Now, some of you guys who are transitioning into real estate or some of you guys who are thinking about getting into real estate and you can't cannot work and you cannot make the calls in the morning, then you do it, you know, because you're obligated to do other things. Then what you need to do is you need to do it on Saturday morning. And if you have one other little prospecting hacks, if I might be so bold to say it, calling Saturday morning's killer, calling any time any last day of the month and the first day of the month is killer when your hunting expires. Calling over holidays when all the other agents are basically watching football. You you know, you call then and then you're gonna get lots and lots of contacts. And making contacts with folks over the phone when you use our scripts, guys, and you say what we ask you to say, we, you know, scripting is obviously a, a tenet of our organization, but we don't just want you to robotically say the script. We want you to take our script and internalize it, and then we want you to personalize it. Now, we don't want you to personalize it until you've internalized it. So don't just take our script and just basically bastardize it and say, oh, the script didn't work. No, you have to take the script, do it as closely as possible, as purely as possible, and then you personalize it. If you personalize it too soon, it won't work. So that's really the quintessential top producer challenge, keeping the pipeline full. Well, we just gave you a a couple little hacks to it. So point number two, Julie. Yes, and I just have something here for them to post on their wipe-off boards from Jeffrey Gittimer. Proper prospecting prevents poverty, if you want to just whittle it down right there to four words. Proper prospecting prevents poverty. This is a fact of life. Okay, point number two, it is your job to make the prospect remember you. It's your job to follow up, not theirs. Erase from your speech, quote, they'll call me when they're ready. It's not your customer's job to remember you. It's your obligation and responsibility to make sure they don't have the chance to forget you. That's a quote from Patricia Fripp. Okay, so again, let me read that. It's not your customer's job to remember you. It's your obligation and your responsibility to make sure they don't have the chance to forget you. So stop putting all of the accountability off of your own shoulders. It's your job, not theirs. They're not sitting at their desk at work today or taking care of their kids thinking about you. We know this is true because you all get pissed off when you go find out they bought or sold with somebody else. Okay? It's not their job. It's your job. I think that's a pretty clear point. Point number three, prospect even when you're busy, especially when you're busy. Superstars, this is from Jeb Blount, who gave us a great uh, quote on our book's front cover. Jeb Blount wrote uh, Fanatical Prospecting, a book we highly recommend. He said, superstars are relentless, unstoppable prospectors. They're obsessive about keeping their pipeline full of qualified prospects. They prospect anywhere and anytime, constantly turning over rocks looking for the next opportunity. They prospect day and night, unstoppable and always on, fanatical. And when I read that, this is one of my favorite quotes from him, and I always think, you know, how is that different than how many agents operate where they'll only prospect in an act of desperation when it hits them, 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, 3 a.m. real estate night sweats, that, oh, my God, you know, I've had a great month, you know, with all these closings. 
but now I'm high and dry, sold everything I've got, you know, and then they'll, they'll prospect as an act of desperation. And at that point, it's almost too late because even if you convert something today, when are you going to get paid on it? You have to get the buyer in contract. You got to sell the listing. You got to wait for closing. It's at best 60 to 90 days. So don't wait. Think like what Jeb Blunt lays out for you. They're obsessive and keeping so I, the pipeline full. They're not just dabbling. Let me read this. Go ahead. Let me read this quote from Jeb. And guys, get his book, Fanatical Prospecting. He's a fellow best-selling author. Ooh, I love saying that, by the way. So here's Jeb's quote. There is no easy button in sales. Prospecting is hard, emotionally draining work. And it is the price you have to pay for high income. Hmm. You can see why we like him, can't you? Hmm. <laughs> Point number four. This is one you guys always you, – I'll do this one, Julie. Oh, you can – this is, this is a point you guys always love. Uh, this is actually a little comment Julie came up with, you know, a quote a long time ago, but it's funny. Secret agents or agents that don't prospect have skinny kids. If you're dependent on repeat and referral business, you're going to hit a speed limit. Pursue both people uh, and, and well, read the rest, Julie. Pursue both people you know and those who you don't know in order to create constant cash flow and eliminate cash spurts. Don't wait until you lose a killer listing to create a pre-listing package. Learn your listing scripts and polish your skills. And, guys, that's really the bottom line. That is what the tenet of uh, Premier Coaching is. Oh, you know what, Julie, in the time we have remaining, what? and, guys, so just remember mm -hmm. that, uh, agents at Prospect don't have skinny kids. Now, we're not suggesting you take your you know, kids to McDonald's, but you guys get the point, right? We're trying to be funny. <laughs> so Julie and I are exercising this morning, and um, we were talking about a TED Talk that Julie, and we're going to pick up where we left off today, tomorrow, point number five. So we are listening, uh, Julie listened to a TED Talk actually early this morning, and then she was telling me about this morning when we were working out together, and the TED Talk was on, Julie? Uh, the TED Talk, and then I've got to jump to Premier. Uh, the TED Talk was about uh, correct practice techniques and looking at the fact that everybody thinks that it's just like practice and repetition and you'll have muscle memory. But in fact, something is happening neurologically that's very specific in your brain. The more you do something and the more you work on it, the better that pathway becomes. And in fact, what's happening is in your brain, not anywhere else. You are making the information flow easier. You're actually mentally becoming more efficient. I thought that was fascinating. I'm going to turn it into a podcast turning it back to you so I can get to Premiere. Well, so everyone's been said basically, or the, the common belief is that you want to practice, 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 and then you basically get to be, you know, then you, then you start like, then you can go out and present, right? And, and how many of you guys have made that mistake? You're always getting ready to get started. So the, and, and it's even, been, you know, muscle memory. Somehow if you're an athlete and you, and you constantly are, tra you know, you're practicing, you know, and then somehow magically when the game comes around, your muscle memory is going to kick in. Well, what Julie's talking about, and we're going to uh, talk about this on a, a different podcast, but it's fascinating, was that new neurological science has proven the fact that there is no such thing as muscle memory, okay, but there is such thing as forming neural pathways that basically create the sensation of muscle memory. And so how does that relate to all of you guys? Because this was obviously research done on athletes. Well, it's very simple. If you think you're going to role play and somehow magically that's going to make you kick ass on a listening presentation, it will help marginally. But the truth is, is when you're in, if you decide to go on a listening presentation in front of a real seller and you basically are put into the pressure of actually having to perform in that situation, you will get it because the neural pathways are going to be formed almost instantaneously. 
So what, that's basically in perfect harmony with what we want you guys to do. Earn while you learn. Don't spend all your time learning and then say you're going to earn tomorrow or six months. We want you to go out there. We want you to fail forward. We want you to learn on the job. The sellers don't know you're practicing on them. They don't know when you call them up, you've never called a FISBO or expired or your center of influence or past clients or your list pens or your notice of default or you're on your other sources we ask you to call. They're not going to know you've never called before. But what happens is the pressure of being in the in the moment. If those of you who've never called it for sale by owner, okay, I, I want you to just put yourself in this place mentally and you guys will understand this point. I want you to pretend right now I'm going to ask you to call for sale by owner, and here's the script. You've never called a FISBO before. You've had all these other agents blowing smoke up your, you know what, saying that FISBOs eat their young. I give you a script. I say call a FISBO, and then now you have to call them, okay? You have to call them, and all of a sudden, instantaneously, you essentially are able to pull out of these reaches of your brain a, a level of motivation and intensity that you didn't even know you had that 10 years of practice wouldn't have garnered because you're in the, in the moment of having to call that FISBO. I give you the script. You have never read it before, but you know what? You're pretty damn good because the pressure of that moment is what's forming new neural pathways that's causing you excuse me, to be successful. That's what we ask you to do as part of our coaching program. We want you guys to make money right away when you join the program, not getting ready to get started after my pre-listing pack is done, after I've mastered the scripts, after I've decided what my lead. Look, you guys who think you're going to find uh, a coaching organization within our coaching organization, which, which is going to give you a long list of systems and CRMs and whatnot you have to put together before you're allowed to be successful, that won't happen. We're going to ask you to focus all your best energies every single day on being of service to other people and getting out there and making money. And then we worry about the other stuff later, if, if ever. You guys understand? That's how you be successful in this business and anything else in life. You want to be a runner, don't go reading running books. Go out there and start running. But even better, show up at the local high school track and start running with their track guys and be in an environment where you can actually see professionals running and then get yourself in a competitive environment where you're trying to keep up with them. That's what's going to cause you to be a successful runner. The same thing with anything and the same thing with what we ask you to do so look guys we have to go to coaching calls and if you need us for anything as always tim at tim and julie com or julie at tim and julie com. and guys look please remember what we talked about at the top of this call today the top of the show today do not wind down do not take time off you look don't work thanksgiving week don't work christmas week don't work the week of new year's but other than that guys force yourselves to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level and then when the holidays roll around and you want to take a week or maybe two off, you can, and you won't be financially screwed in that time, nor will you be financially screwed going to 2018. Trust us. This is how you move ahead in life financially. Grab the book, HarrisRules.com. The Mastermind starts this Friday. Um, if you guys have bought the book, we would really appreciate it if you'd leave us a review. Uh, do give us a real review after you've read a chapter or two. Um, and then, yeah, and go to uh, – you've been all emailed information about Her about the Mastermind. If you cannot find it and you've purchased the book, the Mastermind is free. All the information is on timandjulieharris.com. Go to timandjulieharris.com. Go to the search bar and just put in the word Mastermind. It's the first post, and you'll find it. If you need us for anything, Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. 
Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.